and welcome to You Only Love Once, the rom-com podcast with myself, Cassie, and my good friend, Hal. Today, live from my house. Hell yeah. Together. Yeah. Um, I can touch you, and I will. (laughs) (laughs) Today we are doing, as because it's becoming Halloween, we are covering the 2021 Mm -hmm. film Freaky, a body swap Halloween horror film. Um, So we're going to be doing all our normal segments. (laughs) Editing Cassie, just edit this bit out. I'm doing the like, you know, like when there's a time travel bit in a film. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So we'll be doing the intro, which Mm -hmm. is to say what's happening now. (laughs) Then Hell will be doing the digest of the plot. Then it's the meet cute. Then it's racial diversity and representation. Make it gay. Fashion choices and missteps. The Yolo reboot. Astrological interpretations. Soundtrack. Trivia. And then the hearts out of ten review. Mm. So hell, what happens in this freaky little film? Well, some freaky shit, let me tell you. <laughs> um, I think if you don't like gore... Maybe don't watch this film, I would say, because it starts off with some quite graphic murders of some teenagers um, who are having a a little soiree at one of their houses. The parents are out, the boyfriends are over, and they get the house gets invaded uh, by mythical local serial killer called the Butcher. Um, and he kills all of these teenagers. Um, and then we meet our protagonist, Millie, who is apparently like an ugly loser, even though she's incredibly conventionally attractive and seems to have a couple of really good friends. So I don't really know what they were going for there. But anyway, she's like not cool. You know, she wears cardigans and she's got a dead dad. Classic. And she's got a Brendan Yuri. Is that his name? She's Brendan got a Brendan Yuri poster on her wall. Um, she's got a, a sister who's a cop, uh, and she's got a mum who's got some attachment issues. And yeah, she's just living her life. She's got a couple of good friends. Um, she's got a crush on the school jock who doesn't. And then she's waiting to get picked up um, after her side hustle as the school mascot. And the serial killer is there and he tries to kill her. But what she doesn't know is that he's trying to kill her with a historical artifact stolen from the other teenager's house that is basically some roundabout way to get them to body swap. So he tries to kill her, but instead of killing her, he transplants his soul into her body and her soul into his body but they only realize when they wake up the next day and then the rest of the film as you might imagine is millie in the body of vince vaughn trying to a convince everyone that she's not a serial killer and that she is a 16 year old girl and the butcher in the body of millie trying to kill people without people thinking what's going on here hilarity ensues there's some weird kissing there's some good murders of some horrible school members. Including Connor from Succession. Connor from Succession <laughs> is there being a fucking cunt. And being murdered in a most deliciously disgusting way. Absolutely, it was delicious. And the film ends and they, they body swap back and um, he dies and um, she gets the guy and... Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. That's the movie. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the movie. Um, it's been, you know, if if you're if you're a fan of any classic horror films, if you like slasher films, Scream or Halloween or what's the one I was literally just thinking of that's gone out of my head. I can't remember, but it's a classic slasher with a bit of a twenty twenty twist. I feels like they were like, what if Freaky Friday and Scream. But yes. in 2021 and with Vince Vaughn. Yes. And and the film is no more, no less than that. No, it does what it says on the tin. And I think it does it really well. And, and, and I appreciate a film that does what it says on the tin. Yeah. I think a film that's got lower expectations but meets them is better than a yes. film with lofty expectations, which it doesn't meet. I completely Personally, agree. No. you know, like... I mean, I feel like they, they stayed very much within that arena. Mm-hmm. Like, they were like, we want to make, yeah, a body swap slasher film that is entertaining, but not that deep. Mm-hmm. And they did it. Mm. It was good. I enjoyed it very much. And, like, I think that the casting was really smart. It was, the, I don't know what her name is, but the actress was the same actress who was the protagonist in Map of Tiny Perfect Things. Mm-hmm. And I found her more compelling in this film mm-hmm, i thought mm-hmm. she was really good she's got a couple of friends like i said she's got one friend who's a woman and one friend who's a gay guy and they have got quite a nice dynamic between them yeah i don't know i mean i i am a fan of horror films for those of you who don't know it is my favorite genre of film mm. that's um, why we call you horrific hell behind your back I would absolutely love it if you called me horrific hell behind my back. Um, I I love I love most horror films. Yeah. So this we was a treat. We should watch more horror films together. Yeah, I feel like my my barometer for what is scary enough but not too scary is a bit skewed because I don't get too scared watching a horror film. Why did I think that you did? I know you always do. I must be confusing you with someone else. Maybe I'm confu- maybe I'm thinking When about- I was younger, my friend literally was like, You just seem to love really like scary rides and scary horror films mm. and spicy food. And I was like, Bitch, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's just because I'm cool. Like there's some types of horror that I less enjoy, like um home invasion. I can't watch home I can find anymore. a bit uncomfortable. And I will. Say, I like the pur- the first Purge film, which I know a lot of people think is not that good. But I like, I like the Purge films. I, I, yeah, and I think that the first Purge film is like people always like. Oh, the first one's the worst one, but it's like the first one. I feel had like a way more was way more grounded and mm. like way more based on just like is that like Ethan Hawke it and is. Liv Tyler in it and it, I feel like it's you just feel their fear in it a lot it's it's a smaller it's a, it's like a very finite perspective on the purge and then the rest of the franchise like branches out and and looks at different you know parts of the US and different people within the US who like experience it differently but I think it was a good first one first yeah, film because it's it, like you just want to contextualize it into this one family's life and then you can see the expansive universe yeah and it does things like looking through the camera doesn't it out the front door mm, and stuff like mm. that which is quite, it's scary. quite scary it is re- i think it's probably the scariest of them yeah I it's think. the most horror film yeah because the rest of them i would see say maybe is more like gore yeah like gore and like maybe action like, gore yeah action and like almost like crime yeah 
Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see the gore thriller. Yeah, yeah, but um, um, yeah, I I love horror films, so it's it's a nice treat to do on on the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like it's cool because I think the generation that it's being aimed at probably or might not have seen Scream mm, before, mm. which obviously so True. like when Scream came out, I think I was too young to watch it. And uh, then I inevitably yeah. did at some point a couple of years later. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, it always, it felt like a kind of like, oh, that's what the cool, ki- the older kids are yeah, watching yeah, the scream. Yeah, yeah, And it was really cool in its time. Yeah, and I don't think this film is going to have the same, like, cultural impact to scream <laughs> no, or anything. But... but it's, like, still good, you know? No, it's, it's one, it's not as trailblazing. No. And two, two, it didn't quite bring, like, a freshness of direction that Scream did at the time. Yeah. And yeah. three, it was released the modern day equivalent of straight to video during a pandemic. Mm. So I think like there's definitely limits on its success from yes. all those sorts of factors. Yeah. But I think that there is um a nice little film here. Yeah. Um in a way. So I think that if you're looking for just like a oh, I kind of want to watch something that's a bit, like, Halloween-y and a bit funny and a bit gory yeah. and just, like, you know, just, you know, you've seen all your Halloween classics and you want to yeah. watch one that you It'd haven't seen It'd be good to before. watch, like, with a group of friends, like, you know, yeah, you, yeah. you want to watch something spooky and seasonal, but not something that's going to keep you up at night, but something mm-hmm. that's, like, fits the mm-hmm. mood. It's perfect for that. But, yeah, shall we talk about the meet cute because there is a romantic plot in this film mm-hmm. and it is between millie and the school jock booker booker matisse oh yeah booker yeah is a name not uh, a name i've heard before i i mean americans seen any fucking yeah. proper noun and they're like you're my son now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> True. Oh, this is my child. Yellow pages. <laughs> Laptop stand. An oil can. <laughs> but yes, Booker, um, who is, he is like the school football, you know, hero. Mm-hmm. And I described him as a jock. I think he fits into the jock crowd, but he's not jock-like in his personality. He 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 plays a sport. I, I don't know which sport. I think it's American football. Yeah, in the big, the big pants, the big shoulder. They wear, they wear those in the Lil Nas X video. Yeah, because they look like a baseball shirt, but it's like the jacket equivalent, isn't it? Yeah. So, and I think that's American football, but I don't understand why because they don't wear those when they're playing, do they? Do they just wear them so they don't get cold? I think we're talking about different things. I'm talking about how in American football they wear these big, like shoulder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like cages almost. Yeah. And he was wearing... They were wearing Okay, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he he's plays wearing, a sport. He's wearing a jacket, isn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, oh, he wears... Yeah, a big jacket. It's like red on the body. Yeah. And then white on the sleeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um... Yeah, so they, they already have met when we start the film. Like, they don't... It's not like he's the new kid at school or something. But, you know, it's very much... Uh, she thinks he never noticed her and they're in a couple of the same classes and they pass each other in the corridor and she's always too nervous to mm-hmm. say anything. Um, you know, classic high school romance beginnings. And then it gets a little bit um, confusing mm-hmm. when the body swap happens because eventually Millie in the body of Vince Vaughn does manage to prove to her friends and Booker that... Um, she is who she says she is 
and not who she appears to be. Mm-hmm. And by mentioning like a bunch of shit that some of which we'd heard before, and but a lot of it, yeah, we hadn't. Oh yeah, and like I feel like the, I think the thing that we said about this film was it felt like it had obviously been re-edited, 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 or redrafted, whatever, which obviously, like, fair, like, I don't think <laughs> you often have a film where someone writes a first draft and is then like, and that's the film, this baby. This is the perfect film. <laughs> I could not improve on this at all. I'm a genius. <laughs> Just, like, call up your producer and be like, but the set now. Yeah. Um... I want Brad Pitt on set tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, it felt like they referenced a couple of little details mm. that hadn't appeared earlier. Yeah. And it felt it like... It was like her writing creative, po- like, poetry or something. Yeah, or... so the way she proves to Booker that... Because she proves to Booker that it's her body swapped, like, quite a lot later from when she mm. does it with her friends. And the, the scene with her friends is quite funny because they have a fight and stuff. Yeah, it is good. Um, and then they do, like, this very contrived, like, friendship shake, which I feel is, like, the most, like, cliched way they could have done it. So cliche. And then she's all... And then the, they also ask her a couple of other questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had shown the shake before. Mm-hmm. And it was obvious why that existed in the yeah, film. Yeah, But, okay, fine. But when she's do- showing Booker that it's her, she just starts saying this poem. And obviously, by she, I mean the person who's playing the scene is Vince Vaughn. <laughs> And who, by the way, does a fantastic job. Yeah, 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 he does. Yeah, because I don't think he hams it up too hard no, either. No, he does it a little bit, but like enough that you can tell what he's trying to do. Yeah. But he, I think it comes across well. But anyway, he says this poem. You know, I'm cringing at my ass just as a, a reaction because that's how I feel about poetry. Okay. Yeah. Um, not um, all poetry, but, but like love poetry is is cringe. Yeah, like when it's like, and my half was. Not a half, and then your half slid into my half, and then the love was the love of the halves. Please <laughs> never write me a love poem. <laughs> That's an example of a bad okay, poem. But let's let's talk about an example of a good poem. Yeah. Poetry done right in 10 things i hate about you okay that scene is amazing but that's a love hate poem yeah it is a love hate and, poem. and, and it's and it's and it's and it's just so perfectly delivered and it's the tone of it is just so so right yeah it's, it's so crisp. good it's so good it's so good look, look I, I don't hate poetry but like but um, you hit it first guys Cassie i hates don't poetry. hate poetry <laughs> i just i just find that mediocre <laughs> poetry mm. annoys me more than the mediocre output of a lot of different mm, mediums mm. like a mediocre song fine yeah but a mediocre poem it's like well just yeah just mm. just cringe me like that and like i don't know i've kept some of my high school poetry you have a high tolerance for your own juvenile cringe and i really appreciate <laughs> that about you Wow. You're so accepting of your younger self. You're just like, wow, I was so silly. That's so funny. Whereas, like, I I would be like, I will burn this paper and then I will eternal sunshine of the spotless mind myself. (laughs) And no one will ever know that this happened. But, I mean, I've not read it in a long time, but I is sitting in my mum's house and I I I feel tempted when I go home this weekend to read some. 
And if I find any good stuff, maybe I'll post it on I Instagram. I appreciate that. Yeah, I I destroyed all of my childhood di- diaries. Did you? You were like, yeah. no one can ever know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was very funny like that. Mm. Anyway, so so she reveals to Booker that it's her. Yeah. So she's saying this poem, and like Booker is fucking shook. They yeah. shook a Booker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did I not see that one coming? <laughs> I got really excited when my brain came up. I see, like, I do... I don't hate poetry. No. Uh, <laughs> Clearly not. Clearly not. So they shook You a just po- like good poetry. Yeah, like Sugar like Booker. Good, I, I, yeah, exactly. So they shook a Booker and, you know, his, his face is, you know, he, I'm Sugar. And, um, and, and her friends are like, what is going on? But they're not, like, cringing out. They're mm. just more like oh my god what's happening mm, mm. and then it turns and then Booker's like you wrote me that I had a, a few weeks ago I had this poem put into my locker that was you mm. and then she's like I've loved you for so long and blah 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 and that's how he knows that it's this girl mm. in the blissfield butcher's body yeah and um, then yeah there's a, some i can't remember why they end up in a car alone together yeah and they're having a heart to heart which is fine but then they kiss mm-hmm. and it is you know merely it is mm-hmm. a 17 year old i don't know how old the men to be 17 16 mm. 17 18 that sort of age it's, it is her in the body of a 40 something year old man kissing a 16 17 18 year old boy I think she is 18 I think they one, must she's both be gonna, she, I, th- I I feel like they deliberately went for that to try and mitigate any potential yeah problematic vibes yeah. about that um but I think she is 18 cuz she's going to uni next year Yeah yeah and um I can't remember who I said it to I think it might have been our friend Daniel cuz he came over the day after we watched it or something and I was like yeah and, and there's this scene where Vince Vaughn kisses this like young adult and Daniel was like classic gay relationship representation in <laughs> cinema is a, just a massive fucking age gap and yeah. I was like true yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously they're not in a relationship and, and it you know, it's it's it was kind of like I was like, do I do I hate this? Do I feel ambivalent towards this? I know that I don't love this, although mm. I was like seeing Vince Vaughn, who's traditionally played very like macho, like hetero guys, I was mm. like, Oh, cool. I feel like yeah, I completely understand why it meant we make someone be like because I when I was watching it I was feeling a bit like oh I because like we watched I, it together we were both a bit like is this we but we didn't believe it was gonna happen no. but then it did and I and and so I think one it was to be like oh you didn't think that we would do it and yeah. we did it yeah. which I don't I don't hate as a reason to do no, anything no. in the film. No 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 expect the unexpected. And I do feel like it was to be to show how understanding Booker was mm. and how kind of like he cares about Millie on the inside yeah. like he's not just looking to get into her knickers yeah yeah and yeah. like in a way that he could not be shooken no <laughs> he's the unshookable what is it uh the unshookable mass that could never be shaken Shakespeare yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a good love poem sonnet 116 
Yeah. What is it? Oh, God. The Booker That Could Not Be Shooker. The Booker That Could Not Be Shooker. How does it even start? It's there's something. Did something. he write pre green eyes? <laughs> I'm joking because you, you know he's got that one where he writes for the lady where he's like, and she's and she's so pretty and she's got nice green eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And pretty green eyes. <laughs> God, when will his talent end? It's endless. Um... It's unshookable. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they and then they do you know once the body reswap has occurred, mm-hmm. Millie in her own body and Booker share a kiss and Mm. it's cute and it's clearly like you know they both remember how it felt emotionally to kiss each other before and they want to do that more and that's really nice Mm -hmm. and like you know they seem like a cute match yeah I don't feel like they made the kiss when she was in the killer's body I feel like they didn't go for like a weird kind of 80s-esque kind of like homophobic underpinning to it no it was i could definitely see why someone would be like ah, oh, but i don't feel like it i don't think it was like aiming for the lowest common denominator it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't built for laughs it wasn't like haha two guys kissing no no it had a, it had an emotional reason for showing yeah, that and it, i and it was sincere and, and it was and it was it wasn't like a sexual kiss it was it was like it was it was like a a, a very caring kiss. Yeah, it was like a. There's been so much lead up to this. Mm. Where we, do we even begin? We 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 just got to make it known. Yeah. So that's the meet cue. Mm. What about racial diversity and representation? It's better than a lot of the other films we've watched. Mm-hmm. Um, Millie's best friend is a black woman, Nyla. And Nyla, and she is great and there's a great line in it when she and the best friend who is white and gay are running away from the butcher and either she says i'm black and you're gay we're fucked or he says i'm gay and you're black we're fucked but essentially it's like we're always the people that die first in a horror film which was a great line i think yeah i thought so too and neither of them die i think it's josh the boy that says that but i thought it was really good and i think Celeste Connor, who I've not seen in something before. No, me neither. But but she, I feel like I could. I thought she was very good, actually. She was good. I could um see her. I'd be interested to see what she does next. Yeah, she was good. She was really good, and it and it and it was like yeah, aware that it wasn't like a colorblind casting of like we don't mm. see color. Mm. Oh, I know that's not what colorblind casting is, but you know what I mean. They weren't being mm. like. Oh, it doesn't matter what color everyone's skin is because that doesn't actually make a difference to how kids interact with each other at school. Like, duh, mm. because that's just stupid. But it was like, yeah, it acknowledged that they are all slightly different to one another. I feel like I do feel though that Millie was a white virgin deliberately. Do you know mm. what I mean like she was a white thin virgin? And I feel like that was kind of set up as some sort of like oppositeness to a serial killer do you know what i mean like yes she which like yeah. meant, meant almost like her friends weren't quite on that level mm. and i am no i'm not saying that they were like oh yeah what i feel like that's i'm saying that they're implying something a bit more deep than they actually were but like 
There was something about that. I mean, like... And there was... I mean, so the the sister... Millie's sister is a a cop. Mm -hmm. And she... There is a scene where... Is it Nyla? Yeah. Breaks into the police, like, evidence room to try and get this magical knife that caused the body swap or something. Mm -hmm. And the sister, like, goes in there and is, like, holding her at gunpoint. Yeah. Which, as, like, the only black cast member or, you know, black mm. character, I was like, this is a very loaded image. Yeah, and, like, if if the film had been kind of, like, thinking about that and say, or saying something about mm. that or bouncing off that as an idea, mm. I wouldn't think that was, like, wrong per se. Because no, film, no. Because fil- it's good for films to kind of explore Absolutely. challenging topics. No, it's not that that shouldn't be put in films because that's part of life. But, like... yeah, it felt more like they just ended up with that imagery and didn't really think it through rather Completely. than it being that's something that they actually me. had something to do with it. Yeah. And it was just annoying because, obvi- yeah, obviously that was just a disturbing image to have for not really much reason. Yeah. But the reason that she was on her own in the police station is because Josh was alone guarding the serial killer, mm-hmm. which seems like a two-person job to me. Yeah. And inevitably, that went very wrong anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, you knew that he was going to escape. It felt yeah. weird that he that they didn't think so. I also loved that Nyla was like, we have to use the serial killer's correct pronouns. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. even though he's now in a body that's assigned female. And, yeah. like, she, they didn't say it like, oh, like a stupid, like, oh, kids nowadays joke it was yeah, like no. her being like this is what we're doing yeah and everyone being like okay okay, okay. and it i was, guess you're right when you put it like that yeah it was really good it was really because she she was kind of like the voice of the of reason out the she was of them. she was so anyway so he's on his own doing this very much a two-person job nyla's in the police station doing what's essentially a two-person job and it also felt like it shouldn't really have I felt like it should have been done a little bit more heist film style, but mm. that's just me because I just I just love a heist. I love a heist too. Um, and it was because it was so that Millie and Shooker could be mm. a, um, you know, book Millie could be Shook and Booker in the in the in the, in the, in the car in the back of the car. Yeah, yeah. I I agree, and I feel like it was a very jarring image. And like you say, it it's not like they were trying to make a commentary on that because the sister is not even really, like, criticised in her role of yeah. being a cop or of, like, yeah, like, threatening a black person with a gun at a police station, which is, like, very serious risk to life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, like, like she knows this girl... Obviously, she's trying to steal evidence, which is like, and it's a knife at that, yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. Like, like, I don't think it's good that she's getting out a fucking gun for it, because I think that's such an escalatory behaviour. Yeah. But, like, my issue is kind of like that it was, they were kind of justifying pulling out a gun, basically, the way they set it up. And it's Literally, just like. And it's like, but I, and I, you know, I guess that is kind of true to form, because, like, the police escalate things with violence especially when there's black people involved, willy-nilly. Yeah, Because there's yeah, no yeah. consequences for them. Yeah. But that's not really... They didn't really go that that far into it, you know? Yeah, there yeah. Was no, there was no criticism of that, and so it just felt, felt a little bit, like, insensitive. Yeah, definitely. I feel like 
and flippant yeah. about something that should not be treated. I know this is like a like slasher horror film, but if you're gonna include like real life horror, like yeah, police also, brutality. Also, if someone gave me several million pound to, if someone gave me several million pound to make a film, I would be thinking every single detail mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. very thoroughly. Absolutely. Do you mean like the color? Oh, that extra. Oh, they're wearing orange shoes. Oh shit, that means something. Because yeah. you think I didn't know that I'd get put an extra in orange shoes. Yeah. Of course I did. Of course. That means something. It's symbolic. Yeah, and the symbol is orange is cool. Mm, orange, <laughs> I want some orange shoes. Yeah. Mm, mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was... It but was... yeah, I just think it's ridiculous when people seem to underthink their own film that they've made. Yeah. And that's what I think was the problem with this film. There was just a few, it was just like... Did you just crank it out for a Friday early finish or something? <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. So yeah, I mean, it could have been worse, but it it there's room for serious improvement in the racial diversity of this film or like sensitivity around racism in this mm, film. Mm, I completely agree. I think um, there was just a bit of a. And underthinking about some of these things. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's the racial aspect of it. Yeah. Um, moving on though to how could we make it gay though? My first thought was when Josh is it Josh the the other friend in mm-hmm. the group when he like comes on screen he says something really problematic. Oh fuck! Does he like make like a rape joke? To like an older black guy. Oh yeah, no. And Nyla yeah. is like, what the fuck? Yeah, and, and I it was, was like, like, and it, it honestly felt kind of like we were watching, um, fuck, what was the stupid pretend horror film called? That was like scary know. movie. Oh, it was like <laughs> it was it was very scary movie. Oh my god, I forgot about scary movie. But like. The point of Scary Movie was it was making very ridiculous off-colour jokes. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and and um, whereas that joke did not have, it didn't feel like it was part of that. And no. I and I and again, I wonder if at one draft in the film they had a slightly more gross-out, yeah, shock, shocking kind of yeah. humour to it. And then they receded that a bit, but kept that. But kept, like, the odd one or two things. Yeah, I don't know. But it was very, very strange. And yeah, like, Nyla's like, uh, what the fuck is wrong with you? You can't say that. But my, my, my initial toxic thought was like, thank God we're finally seeing some shitty gay people representation yeah. in film. Because, I hate to say it, but not all gay people are cool. No, of course, <laughs> of course. Um, I completely agree. I just, but it, it was very jarring. It, 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 That's like the first line of the film. It is, and it felt like. Well, they have the whole murder scene first, but it's the first yeah. non-murdering scene. Um, it it did feel like he was written as being a sex pest because he was gay. Yeah, not. As well as being gay. No, no, no. And I think that's the difference that mm. I think that the film did make. I guess it was also to kind of write, to to showcase Nyla and Josh's dynamic. Like, yeah. Josh is a filthy pervert and Nyla's the voice of reason. Mm. Um, 
and you know a bit of a killjoy mm. and between the two of them they create a balanced friendship group for Millie who's the main character yeah who's the final girl and yeah. like she's the per- and and I think that is a bit d- disappointing in that like why was she the final girl yeah it feels like we just don't get women of color who are the final girl no um and when you consider just how um, racialized violence against women of color is in films. Mm. I mean, obviously, in this case, like, let's talk, you know, we've talked specifically about how that affects black women. And, like, there's just a lot of... Um, and then there's also, like, obviously, um, a lot of, like, fetishization of Asian women mm. and in, in quite violent ways as well mm. in, in film mm. and a way that's very normalized. So there's, like, all kinds of, like... There's all kinds of like ways that I think women of colour in general have been done badly by yeah. horror. I don't know, it just feels like having a woman of colour be the final girl would have been a bit more transgressive. Yeah, and and it, and it wouldn't have... Like, I feel like their inclusion of a black woman, you know, B character... Mm was maybe like an afterthought. Yeah, and definitely. Like, and I think that Nyla would have been the better lead character. She's interesting, well, cool. Better quirky, played, I will say. Well acted, yeah. Like she's she's smart, she's quick. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's like, you know, final girls aren't necessarily like that. But why are we still having the same tropey final girls in twenty twenty one? Yeah, and it's like um I think she's very, like, Millie's kind of, like, her, almost like a project she's working on, Mm, yeah? Like, she mm. wants to, like, develop Millie, make Millie sort of grow up a bit and, Mm -hmm. you know, and stop being so, like... Yeah. Um, I think that, yeah, so I think that Millie would be a good support, supporting character, Mm. to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I just basically, I think that Nyla should have been the lead film... Um, yeah, and yeah, the the gayness of it all. I mean, Josh was like, you know, young and camp and fun, and yeah. like he had some good one liners, and you know, there was a bit where, yeah, he's 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 for some reason been left alone to keep the butcher who's in Millie's body uh, locked up, and then his mum comes home and he like comes out to her straight because she's like what are you doing with with Millie and he's like oh we're role playing because Millie's like tied up on a chair Millie egg here the butcher is tied up on a chair and um and she's like why and he's like mom I'm straight and she's like what like no way and I was like "Mm, what are you trying to say here what are you trying to do here I mean yeah, I mean, that's not the first film that's ever done that. Like, a yeah. obviously gay character come out as straight as, like, a plot point twist, yeah, funny, yeah, like, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know if it was saying that, like, he's already come out or if she's just being like, well, obviously you're actually gay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not clear. But, yeah, like, that that whole scene, I, I felt, played very, very strangely indeed. Mm. And, like, it's just not enjoyable when you see 
lead characters make such stupid decisions in horror films. Mm. It's fine when it's a less main character. Like, he's not a super main character, but he's very involved in the actual main plot. Yeah, he is. Um, So he's, like, you know, he's, like, main cast. Um, But, you know, when you see a sort of more tertiary character do something like oh no I was walking with everyone towards our cars but I've just realised that I've left something inside and now we're going to go inside and get murdered I mean one that's not a stupid thing to do but like when you know it's a horror film it feels like a stupid thing to do yeah it does because you're like well don't you know that there's a killer and obviously they don't know but like my point is you could watch someone do that do something like that where um and you don't have that, like, no, don't, mm, you idiot. Mm. I mean, you are a bit, but you don't think they're an idiot. No, no, much. you're like, it's oh, not, oh not no, if only, if only you knew, or like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, with this, it's like, because you're seeing too much of what he's doing, it's just like, or what all of them are doing, it's just like. Uh, yeah, obviously that was how I need it was to empathise with you more. Like, mm. you're, the reason that you're going to survive this is because you're supposed to be, you're basically supposed to be a bit cleverer than the people that did get killed mm-hmm. um but actually like i think this does relate to make it gay i think like it is interesting to see who gets killed like the kind because of, i think everyone that dies in this film makes a like trope transgression mm-hmm. yeah and that's mm-hmm. what justifies killing them kind of in plot yeah so the teens at the beginning it's when he's still the butcher and he so, you know, he's just kind of doing his own murdering. Yeah. And it's just four teenagers, who, two of whom have sex. Mm-hmm. Um, one of whom is a kind of, like, naggy teen girl. Yeah. And one of whom's, like, a dickhead teen boy. Yeah. So those are their crimes. Then there's um, Millie's nemesis at school, and she's a bully, and she's very homophobic yeah. towards Millie. Mm-hmm. Um, and her death is kind of cool. To be it honest. is cool. It is cool. Um, Millie's dickhead teacher, who's very abusive, and he has a very horrible death. Yes, those are probably the best murders. And I actually felt like there was, there was like those were the two in the middle. There was yeah, like four at the beginning, four at the end. There was only two in the middle. Yeah, felt like kind of like I wanted one more in the middle. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. And then at the party at the end, there was four of the. Um, what do you call it? The the football football players and three of them tried to gang rape, mi- quote unquote Millie. Yeah, obviously it's the serial killer, and one of them tries to like get with Josh and yeah. his, and Josh is like, "What the fuck? No, I'm busy." And also, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and he's like. I'll beat you and then it's like really homophobic to him yeah and then he gets murdered so those are like they all kind of like commit a crime as it were yeah um but I feel like the fact that there was loads of like homoph- loads of them were homophobic or mm. abusive or mm. whatever it's like their like crimes are more uh, kind of modern than yeah. in horror films from before. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it starts off with the classic, like, you had sex, so therefore you will die. <laughs> um, and then, but mean then, girl style, <laughs> mean girl style, baby. We need to do mean girls. I know we said mm. this last time, but um, but yeah, like when 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 it's in Millie's school, it's like, oh no, all the not 
not saying that all these people deserve to die because they definitely did not deserve to die. However, they did commit some very troublesome crimes or attacks or, you know, behaviours. And so of all the people in the school who deserve to die, it was probably them. Mm, mm. Yeah. Not to be victim blamey of the people who died in this film. I feel like the girl I was the least... I think is, in a way, deserved it the least because she wasn't violent. Yeah, no, she wasn't violent. She was just clearly, like, kind of a horrible But she was definitely, like, emotionally terrorising Millie. Yes. Um, I feel like the teacher was, like, you know, they showed him kind of, like, kicking Millie when she was on the... the, Well, not Millie, sorry, the serial killer when he was on the ground. Um, but he thought it was Millie. Yeah, yeah, the, that's my The point. child yeah. who went to his school. Yeah, and who he knew someone had tried to kill her the day before. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even let up bullying her the day after. No. And he's, like, so horrible. Mm. I feel like that was actually one of the best bits for the film because all the bits when she was having to tolerate his, like, shitty ways, it felt really like, oh, my God, why are you such a yeah, dick? Yeah, he was horrible to her. Um, and then it, I think that was definitely up there with the most cathartic deaths in the film. Yeah, definitely. I think that might be the most, like, oh, yes, because at the end, yeah, all the football players, what they do is horrific. Yeah. And they do set it up a little bit, but it felt very, like... They do something wrong and they get killed. Yeah. Um, But with the teacher, it was like, we've seen him, this isn't him having a bad day, you know? mm. Not that, you know, trying to sexually assault someone is you having a bad day, but you mm. know what I mean? It's not just a a teacher being cranky and just being like, ugh, why didn't you do your homework, you little little scamp? He's, like, clearly got a repeated pattern of, like, treating her like shit. Yeah, definitely. And, like, at the end, like, Millie has, you know, got the boy solidified her friendships and her family bonds but also her enemies were all slaves yeah 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 the world is a nicer place for millie now i feel like at the end you're like was murder that bad Mm, mm. (laughs) would i murder my evil teacher maybe i feel like the the moral of the film is murder's bad because you you probably won't get away with it yeah you'll get caught yeah. And, and and is that a good message? Like like murder's evil, but I don't think it the, is also good. <laughs> I don't think I was would ever look to this film for like a moral learning. Like I don't watch horror films, especially not slasher films, really, to like be like, and what did I learn about the morality of murdering many people? That's why I failed all my philosophy essays as a kid then. Yeah, because you were like murdering is okay if they if they <laughs> ate your sandwich out the fridge, you gotta fucking get them. They're not gonna get themselves. You How else what, are they gonna learn? You know what? You do say that though, but I feel, I honestly feel like I learned things from Scream. Yeah, because there's like a film nerd in that, and he explains how sequels and third parts work. Yeah, and he says very clearly if a film if it becomes a third part. 
then you the it must revisit something that was overlooked in the first one. Ooh. And he explains the difference between a second and a third. And he says, oh, I, I need to rewatch them. Me too. I don't really remember the details of that, but that sounds interesting. Yeah, I, I love it. I wish I was just a film nerd character in a, in a film. I can really see that for you. Yeah. I, I don't really feel see. like I know What too film much. would you like to nerd out on? I guess it would be rom-coms. Like, mm. I, I don't feel like i know too much about the oh yeah when the when this film that was from this rare film from here that i don't know that sort of film stuff yeah and i wouldn't be like a oh yeah when the camera does this fucking wheelie then that's cool oh right yeah like technique yeah but i feel like the character and Mm. formula that's Mm. when i could be like hell yeah hell yeah in the room back in the room and we're actually in a room together and we're back in the room to be honest we didn't leave the room we just we um... sat silently on our phones (laughs) for 10 minutes (laughs) Tifa you 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 helped me work out what type of phone I have yes Cassie's in the market for a phone case I've never had a phone case I can't believe that I don't think my phone's in a bad condition for... No, but the thing But I do drop it a lot. I have my phone case mainly... Excuse me. I have my phone case mainly as an extra protector for the screen. Yeah, that's what I want. Uh, Because if the screen goes, it's so never, I've never cracked a screen. I have cracked a screen and always refused to pay to replace it. What I break is the um, charge hole. Oh, really? I've broken that many times on many phones mm, mm. Um, because apparently I I just, um, I put it in too hard and I, that sounds funny, but I just too... You're very um, direct with your charger to <laughs> to charging whole contact. Yeah, but I, I, treat, I treat my screen like a, a beautiful baby that's the golden goose. Oh, God, I want to be your phone screen, please. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay, the fashion choices and missteps in Freaky. Well, I would like to say that Nyla steals the show for the fashion. Yeah, she wears she, a lot she's of got cute like dungarees and stuff. She wears some tartan dungarees at one point. Yeah. She wears a leopard print turtleneck at one point. She's the MVP and I'm including that in fashion. Yeah. And I have to say as well, I like Vince Vaughn as a serial killer. He's Me got a cute too. kind of like skater dad vibe yeah he does he does and there's some really good physical comedy um by him and the actress who plays millie Mm. um because they both get themselves into physical fights and where 
the butcher is used to having a very big strong man body mm. and now he's got a small weak teenage girl body he like tries to fight people and he's like why can't i do things yeah whereas millie in the body of the butcher is like oh my god i am so strong and i can just do whatever i want physically uh, which i appreciated but yeah i liked his style mm-hmm. i wasn't overly done but it was it was you know fitting but they make out that he looks and is just super disgusting yeah but he's just vince vaughn in some faded black clothes and I'm... everyone's like ah, he's <laughs> don't look directly at it yeah, yeah i think he looks just fine um Millie, when 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 the butcher is in Millie's body, he dresses in in a red leather jacket with a red lip and a ponytail mm-hmm. that apparently me- makes everyone realise that she is conventionally attractive. Yeah, I don't know how they hadn't clocked onto that before, but that's fine. But red lipstick does mean you're either sexy, evil, or sexy and evil. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it felt like it. It was like oh, we're going to take these very classic horror film tropes like Scream did, but Scream was about subverting them. And Mm. yeah, of course, it reinforced them along the way. That is always going to happen when you're doing that. But I don't feel that it actually subverted any of the tropes that it mentioned other than... Nyla didn't die. No, no. And neither did Josh. And that's literally it. And it's like, well, I mean, do more, you know. But, um, you know, the fashion was good. There was a lot of, there was a great, what I can't remember what animal she was dressed as, the mascot, but I, I enjoy a big, you know, furry outfit. Mm-hmm. A la Greg in episode one of Su- Succession. I've, yes. <laughs> How many more Succession references can we get? Yes. Into? If yeah. you're also watching Succession, please let us know. We would love to discuss theories with you. Um, you can Instagram us, you and love once pod, or email you and love once pod at gmail.com. Uh, no spoilers, but um, my problematic trait is that I have a crush on Kendall Roy. My problematic trait is that I've got a crush on Greg. I don't know if that's problematic. I just... I... I think he's very crushable. <laughs> I like that he's tall and stupid. And I think that is problematic. Yes. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Is he a himbo? I don't think he's buff enough to be a himbo. Yeah, he he looks like he's not quite sure what's happening at the end of his limbs. Yes. And and to be honest, he's like six foot six. I wouldn't yeah, have, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have a bloody clue what was going on at the end of I barely do now and I'm five I feel four. Like, I feel like I'm not super in, into height one way or the other. Apart from when you start to get into the super tall. Mm, mm. And then I'm like, Wow, you freak. Now climb into my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something else. <laughs> But also, but also, we're all grown ups here. Oh Unless you're not, in which case, naughty. Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> we only kiss posters of Brendan Urie by our bed every night and nothing oh my else. God. I've also felt like having her have a Brendan Urie poster on in her room, it was like. One, she never references that again. There were so many like details that weren't like mm. followed up at other times. But also, it was like, what year is this? I'm not saying that teenagers don't listen to Panic at the Disco now. I mean, teenagers probably listen to fucking Beatles. Some of them probably even listen to like fucking 
Gregorian chanting or whatever <laughs> shit, but like um <laughs> really old school reference. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um but but Panic at the Disco, it felt... she was not a, she was not like a scene kid. It was yeah, a weird she, touch. She, she didn't have that. And I feel like if they'd gone for like a kind of like, she's an, an, an emo nerd hybrid, that would have been cool. But they needed a couple more touches. Her personality just, and interest just felt very generic mm, in a way. Mm, um, and... Classic final girl. Yeah. It's boring. They're boring. They're yeah. the most palatable, neutral, dull character always. Yeah. Because they're the final girl. Yeah. And I feel like, okay, obviously very problematic lead singer, but I actually feel like they should have had her be into the Smiths. But that would have been like, I feel like more in line with the other things she was into in the film. Yeah, I feel like... So, so, so I don't just pull that out of my ass. One, she's into poetry, mm-hmm. and Morrissey's lyrics are quite, like... They are. I mean, fuck Morrissey, but he's written some great songs. Yeah, he's a poet. He's a bad person, but he's still a poet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You don't want to be a good Unfortunately, person Unfortunately, bad people can still be talented. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, two, I feel like it would have just fitted her aesthetic a bit mm, more. Exactly. Um, three... She lost her dad mm. and has an alcoholic mum and they're not from a super rich background. Mm. So I feel like she'd empathise with Morris. Yeah, like connect with the lyrics and the and the depression of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they could have what they could have even done is have it that like she didn't just want to go to university wherever I can't even remember where she was meant to be going. But maybe she actually wanted to go to you all the way fly all the way to University of Manchester. Yeah. Um, or you know, Salford Uni, but I, I don't know if you'd fly from America to go to Salford Uni. Um, you know, I, wherever you're gonna go, wherever yeah, you're gonna go. but um, yeah, I, I, I think you're right, that would have been a better yeah. choice, yeah, 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 even though it's maybe more obvious, but like the her entire character was so obvious that it's like, well, you might as well go balls deep, you know, yeah, 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 like I just feel like it would have just suited her a bit more, yeah, um, but yeah, the fashion. Pretty good, fine. Yeah, it was just boring. I wouldn't. Say, I think it was, it was. It was. It was boring in the way that it was like. Well, I guess teenagers wear like boring look, clothes. They wear clothes. They wear clothes, and sometimes naked. they look good, and sometimes they don't. And um, that's, I guess, life. Yeah. Um. Now, when it comes to the Yolo reboot, mm-hmm. I've heard you've had some thoughts. Okay. And by heard, I mean you told me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is what happens Millie so yeah the girl there's the girl at the beginning in the first scene mm-hmm. and you think that maybe she's the final girl but she gets killed mm-hmm. then Millie wakes up mm-hmm. and now she's body swapped mm-hmm. and you know she's trying to fight this blah 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 and then they unswap mm-hmm. but Millie is now evil <gasps> because she was in the killer's body mm. And she re- sees that her life is better because some of the people that the killer mm. killed are dead. And she realises... she It's not that she comes to realise that killing is cool. Yeah. So then Nyla has to kill Millie. Yes. And Nyla was the final girl the whole time. That would be so good. I love the idea of her, like, getting a taste for blood and being like, oh... I can just kill my enemies yeah. if I want to because they suck and they make my life hard. And 
why is my life so hard and why is my dad dead and why is my mum this and why is this and why is this I'm just gonna fucking kill people when they piss me off yeah or maybe Nyla doesn't actually kill Millie maybe Nyla actually just like captures her and the point is like you can't just like make your life better by getting rid of people that are shit by hurting you have to, others like, yeah. you have to like build something you have to do something mm. that's positive mm. whereas like I'm not saying that like a film has to have a fable but I think film sh- probably should have some kind of theme, some kind of meditation yeah. on it. Yeah. And, you know, what does this film meditate upon? It's like, yeah, sometimes in films, people die. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not that interesting, really. And it's like, did you know most teenage girls aren't serial killers? Mm. Whoa, <laughs> I'd never thought of that one. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's so weird. Um, so, yeah, that's what I would I done. like that, I like that. And I like the idea that that is truly subverting your expectations. Yeah. Because it, it plays into the normal tropes for the first, you know, two acts. Yeah. Or maybe the first act and then, like, yeah, she does a murder at the end of the second act and then you realise that actually... This is Nyla's show all along. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you'd have to set it up during the first two acts. Yeah. And then, so that it made sense during the final act. I would love that. I would love that. Um, I feel like I had another one, but I can't actually remember it. So sorry. No, no, that's, I mean, I I like that. And I, 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 I think that's fun and it's cool. And it, and it changes the things that we don't like about the film, which I guess is the whole point of this segment. Mm -mm. Making it better. Mm, mm. I like Cassie and hell. <laughs> I appreciate that. I don't have any inspiration for the YOLO reboot this time around. Yeah, yeah. I'm sometimes, so sorry. sometimes they come and sometimes they don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like we naturally sort of take it in turns with the YOLO reboot. <laughs> we don't plan it that way, but it just sort of ends up that way. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It doesn't always, it doesn't always come together. Mm, mm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have any desire to like see a sequel of this film or anything like that. Um, but the name of it would have to be too freaky for you. Yeah, I would like that. Uh, three deep five you. What? Have you never heard that before? Three deep five you. Yeah. What does that mean? Think about it. I don't know. You're like, Cassie's <laughs> looking at me smiling expectedly. But... Three deep, five you. Well, I don't get it. Because it's too deep for you. Oh my God. <laughs> help. Somebody send help. Oh my God. But it was three deep, five me. Yeah, it was three deep, five I'm you. I'm stupid. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not deep. It's all fine. We can't all be deep. That would be a hot mess. Some people are Loch Nesses and some people are transient little puddles. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, which one am I? You're like a very luxurious deep bathtub. Thank you. Good save. (laughs) Good save. (laughs) You 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 are a scented deep jacuzzi. Oh, mm. that's nice. It is nice. I've never had a scented jacuzzi. Me neither, but I want one. In fact, you know where I've got that idea from? Where? The Sims. 
Because <laughs> you can set certain uh, fragrances in your hot tub in The Sims mm. and it puts your Sims in different moods. Oh, I like that. I'd probably get one. You know what? I like the idea of those like scent diffusers. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know anyone with one. Um, I think my old housemate Layla used to have one. Oh, that does sort of seem like the sort of thing that she'd randomly have. She's a Libra. Yeah. I mean, that kind of takes us on to the astrological interpretations yeah, because I feel like a diffuser is a very Libra possession to have. Oh, so she's got random share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, but yeah, did you have any initial thoughts about Millie? I got stuck and I would like you to say the answer. <laughs> I think... Millie is a Pisces. Okay, yeah, I can see it. Um, kind of, uh, I know she's had a tough year, but what with the dead dad and everything, but kind of a bit woe is me. Mm. Not a lot of like um, capacity for retaliation. Mm-hmm. Like, what, for example, when we first meet her horrible teacher and he's being a horrible shit to her, there are some kids who would fight back to that. And I'm not saying that she's doing anything wrong by not doing that because honestly, I was so scared of authority at school that I would absolutely not have said anything to my teacher if they were being like mm. that to me. But I think she she deals with that on the inside, which is quite Piscean to me. Yeah, they're very go with the flow, which can be really good in some situations. Mm. But when it comes to um, standing up for themselves, it can be really hard. Mm. I do think water signs can be quite good at standing up to um like injustices yeah but i think the thing for pisces is like cancer and scorpio have got their ways of like um like protecting themselves yeah mm-hmm. um you know cancer's obviously got it's like hard shell yeah 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 scorpio's like well if you fall into my depths of watery hell, you'll just fucking drown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so suck on that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're kind of both feisty in their own way. Whereas poor Pisces is kind of left a bit undefended, I yeah, think. Yeah, they they're are. They're kind of the most watery of the water They signs. are the most watery of the water I also think her, her poem mm-hmm. was very Pisces. Yeah. Actually, I think each... each element i think has a sign that is the most that element yeah yeah so pisces is the most watery i think um which do you think is the most fiery aries yeah then i think the most airy is libra Mhm. what do you think is the most earthy no you say i can't say that why because i'm an earth sign but i'm an air sign yeah, well, you just fucking went forward. <laughs> well, what would you have said is the most airy? What did you say? I'm not telling. I think you said Libra. My poker face is on. No, you did say Libra. Or did I? You did say Libra, though. I'm not sure about that. I can't believe I'm gaslighting you. <laughs> yes, I said Libra. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Girl keep wait, girl keep (laughs) keep gaslight girl bossing over here. Girl boss gatekeep over here. It's Um, me. No, I did say Libra. You and Shiv are gonna have your girl boss gatekeeping podcast together. I would I would I would I would sleep with Shiv. 
<laughs> that was a very bold way of saying that. Well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I would les off with shit. <laughs> I was like, why did that phrase come back into my vocabulary in the year 2021? I don't know. Um, let's not get too deep into the why of that. I would go to the dark side for shit, and by dark side, I mean corporate America. Mm. <laughs> yeah, nothing else. <laughs> I would. I would. Okay. 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 <laughs> uh, what do you think the most earthy sign is? Uh, the most well, I think the most air sign. Honestly, with air, it's the hardest. I think of it the is. elements because I think that Aquarius obviously has its weird water connection. Mm, mm. I think that Gemini, it's like yeah, you definitely are an air sign, and Libra, you definitely are an air sign. Mm. But I think Libra's got a little hint of Earth. So in a way, I say Gemini just mm. because I feel like it's got less of the hints with other elements to mm, it. That's fair. That's fair. What would you say for Earth? Well, it's hard. I I feel like Capricorn's got elements of fire to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Taurus, I think, has got elements of water to it. And Virgo, I guess, then, would be the most pure of the Earth. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're the most pure of our signs. Wait, and Virgo and Gemini, they're both... Are they not both mutable signs? Mm-hmm. And they're both ruled by Mercury conspiracy brain expansion people say oh astrology isn't real and then it's like so why does it all fit together yeah like a fucking da vinci code puzzle riddle me that you naysayer (laughs) (laughs) you're on fire today (laughs) i don't think i have i think i'm just tired and saying the first thing that comes to my brain but i I think millie is a pisces yeah, okay. Yeah, she's she's like a fucking dead fish. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what about um what about Nyla? Oh, th- we got to go with the killer first. Oh we? yeah, sorry. The butcher. Yeah. Vince. Yeah, well I mean he's a horrible degenerate killer man, so he's got to be a Libra. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that you were going to say that because you hate Libra men. I feel like at this point like the the meme and I say meme, it's only you and I that discuss this. <laughs> but the meme of me of me hating Libra men is is more funny than I feel it. Yeah. But I just want to lean into it because I just had a great idea of a meme. Yeah. It's you know the meme of the woman going like this like shouting. No. You do. Okay. The blonde woman and she's shouting and then there's just a little cat sitting at the table. Oh, yeah. That the the <laughs> caption would be like Cassie and it's at the woman shouting and the cat would be Libra Men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I I can kind yeah, of... but you can also flip it the other way, where it's, like, the blonde woman shouting, and it's, like, Libra men, like, hitting on you. And then yeah. it's, like, me as the cat, like, okay. <laughs> Back off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can... I can, can I see him being a Libra? I mean, he is truly marching to the beat of his own drum, which I think is 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 quite a Libra thing to do. Um, I don't... I don't know. I don't know if... Like, a... I think he, he would be Libra if he was one of those serial killers that was very, like, justice um motivated yeah. like you know some serial killers are like oh i hate this group of people because they're like th- they're really bad for the world and whatever yeah saw oh he's a libra yeah he is a he, libra he, he he like he's like you're the I'm ancients wrong. invented libra as a category because they looked into the future mm. and they saw the film saw and yeah. they were like we need a category for that yeah yeah like, they, they were like john kramer is 
a Libra. Yeah. We don't know what that means yet, but we're going to figure it out so that by the year, by the time the year 2001 comes and Saw 1 is released. We're ready. We're ready, we're yeah. We're emotionally ready. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, no, he's not actually a Libra. Um, I think he could be like an Aries or something. I was literally about to see, say Aries. Like, he's kind of just, and no offense, any Aries listening to this, he's kind of unbridled balls to the wall. Yeah. Fury. Yeah. And he's I... not a sh- he's not a sh- he's not a show he's not a show off. No. He's He's not a Leo. No. He's kind of a loner. Aries. Yeah. Like Aries is like not necessarily lonely, but they are a loner often. Yes. I and and I d- and I think uh, one of the things I actually love a lot about Aries people is that they don't really worry themselves too much about what other people think of them. Yeah. And that's a really wonderful trait to have because... God, yeah. What must it be like? I don't know. I but feel like, like Aries could make a faux pas at a party. Be like, oh, huh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, well, I know for next time. And then they go home. And it's not like they never think about it again because they would have learned that lesson. Mm. But they're not going to, like, fucking wake up at 3am and be like... I need to cry. I can't believe I said I didn't like that person, that breed of dog, and that my friend had that breed of dog as a childhood dog when they were four, and now they're gonna hate me forever. Yeah, yeah. They're not yeah. gonna think. They're not gonna fret the petty stuff. Yeah, my usual tactic with that sort of thing is actually very stupid, but mm. it's um, I will pretend that I don't care that I offended them. <laughs> if okay. it's something like neutral, like a mm. dog, obviously, well, if it's yeah. like something serious, this is... Yeah, but in this example... I would just be like, ha ha, what a stupid thing I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, imagine, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. And then I'd go home and be like, but I care. <laughs> <laughs> How many letters long should my apology be? Let's let's think. Um, but yeah, I can see him being an Aries because I think he's, he's not doing this for any other reason other than he wants to. Yeah, this is just his... Um... You know, he's an artist and blood is his pain and... Mm. Um, the streets of Blissfield are his canvas. Yeah, I thought Blissfield was a very on-the-nose kind of... It's very, like, uh, Wisteria Lane. Yeah. Adjacent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But, yeah, he... I, I Just quick shout-out to his, um, you know, the his aesthetic serial killer loft that he has you Love know that. it's full of like you know decapitated rats but make it fashion mm, mm. you know he's got absolutely his, it, he's very precise yeah you know he he likes what he likes what he likes is disgusting but he still had an eye for for laying it out he still mm. he still understood the rules of design yeah yeah yeah. Um, and that's obviously because it was put together by a set designer yeah yeah but, like you know i still but we're meant to effect. believe it's put together by him exactly the canon isn't and this is his, like, killer hidey hole that was put together by a designer. He's meant to have done it. Therefore, yeah. he did. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so yeah. Uh, who else? Nyla. I mean, I think she could be a Libra. Mm. Mm. And we know that you feel differently when it's not, oh, a, no, not, uh, not a man Libra. But I think she could be a Libra because she, she does... I've got time for Libra, Libra women. She, she, she does you know challenge people which i don't think libras are known for but when it when it comes to it it's not when it's not about her when it's yeah when she's like 
we're going to use the correct pronouns. Or when she calls Josh out for his like weird homophobic, not homophobic, but his weird fucking oversexual oh, joke God, at the yeah. start, you know. She's very like, she's got a keen sense of right and wrong. She does. And it's like, she's telling Millie like, stop like living your life based on like, um, trying to like look after your mum. Like, you know, you just need to live your life for you. Whereas if... Be a free spirit. But if Millie had, like, dealt with her dad's death by just, like, being a dick to her family and ignoring them, Mm. you know that Nile would have been the first person to be, like... Maybe you need to see how your mum is. Yeah, go home and wash your fucking hands and give your mum a hug. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um... I think so. She's... And that's why she's such a good friend. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. What about Josh? Is, mm. is it hard to say with Josh, I feel? Because I feel like he is a bit of a, uh, at best, archetype. Yeah, he is a bit of a caricature, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I could do it for him. What about Booker? Booker Matisse? Uh... Booker Matisse. Booker, um... Could him and Millie be the dreaded Pisces, Pisces couple? Of Pisces for Pisces? P for P. <laughs> what? Okay, can I just say, what the fuck is with people on the internet these days calling dicks PP? What? I have not seen that. PP, like the letters. Oh. <laughs> That's even funnier. Yeah. What? Where? In what can you use that internet? I've only seen it on Reddit. Mm. They called them a PP now. I don't know if it's like. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like that. That's like, what do you call your penis when you're in primary school? Your pee-pee. Ugh. But like, when I'm primary school, I'm imagining the people that you're reading on Reddit aren't primary school. No, no. I've no. seen it on all kinds of places there. That's so weird. It's very widespread. I don't like that at all. No, I don't. Imagine if that was ever used in a sexual context. I would find it extremely unsexual. That's just yeah, me, I guess. I would be like... Not to kink shame the PP lovers out there. I'd be like, go away. I'm going to roll over and go on, on Pinterest now. Yes. Our, <laughs> our kinks are not compatible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Uh, yeah. Um, so... But yeah, it could be P for P. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because not only does she write him that poem, but he, he also fucking loves that poem. Yeah. Also, I can't believe she memorised her poem that she wrote. Like, yeah. That does not make... Like, if it was shorter than that, it would make sense, but it was quite long. It was long. And, and that's the only time that they referenced writing, which just, like, really annoyed me. It did. Um, that's because you're a Virgo. Yeah, it just frustrated Yeah, it just felt undeveloped. Yeah. And that's why it was like, it didn't even say what, what she wanted to study at uni. Mm. So it was like, surely ha- send her off to go do, like, English Creative somewhere. writing. Yeah. At, like, Oxford or Manchester mm-hmm. or, 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 or... Edinburgh. Yeah, or, or wherever in America. I don't know what's good for doing English in America. As in, where, what, what places yeah. is. Well, it doesn't even have to be good. She could go wherever. But, like, and my point is, like... It's not really about where she goes. It's, it's about what, really, what she's yeah, going to yeah. do. Is I also feel like in a film you need to have them go somewhere that like most people have heard of or yeah. could have heard of. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, whereas like Leeds, for example, it's like they won't have heard of Leeds. No, and that's okay. And that's okay. That's okay. I'm not gonna get upset about that. No. But yeah. Or New Zealand. That would be cool. Yeah. Sydney, Australia. That's not New Zealand. I know. I know. That's why I said Australia. Okay. 
but it's just I just wanted to, I just wanted to try and make the um, audience cancel you for think making you thinking that Australia was basically the same place. <laughs> I know, know that's not true. They are they are quite far apart. Yeah, Australia's really just out there in the back end of nowhere. New Zealand's really out there. Yeah, they're like four hours apart on plane. Yeah, that's how long it takes to get to Tenerife. Yeah. It's a long time. time. (laughs) Tenerife's come up a lot for us this evening, and I'm not sure why, but... um... I went to Tenerife twice on holiday as a child. Mm, I've never been. Yeah, I went to Tenerife twice as a child, and I went to Germany uh, three times as a child. Mm. So if you said, where have you been, Cassie? I'd be like, today? Just in here in Leeds, but in general... I've been to Tenerife in Germany. <laughs> great places, great places. I've never been to either of those places. Tenerife so. has like the the sand is like black because it's um there's a volcano. Yeah, um that's cool. Okay, so we've done astrology. Astrology. We've covered the color of the Tenerife sand. Um, Classic us soundtrack. We had to remind ourselves what the soundtrack was like. We did, and it is like a homage to scream yeah in a good way it's an original score it's 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 good like it was it was you know it was spooky it was kind of a little bit campy yeah it was fun i really liked it i thought it worked really well and yeah as soon as you put it on to remind me i was like oh yeah yeah i might have to put it on i mean obviously i'll have to put it on to but sometimes when i'm like editing it i'll just like you know just listen to clip fragments mm. i won't necessarily be like let me put this record on yeah 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 um yeah but so, get yourself in the mood but i might i might put the whole thing on and just let the uh the ambience mm, mm. the halloween ambience i love that permeate my good house. idea percolate percolate permeate and um photosynthesize I don't feel like that worked, but yeah, sure. It didn't sure. work, and it also didn't have the hard p, yeah, which is what we were didn't. going for. But it did. I fucked up on multiple levels there. The uh, photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. The potato. The pp synthesis. It's we gotta wrap this up. That's when you stick your dick in the chlorophyll. <laughs> I'm going to chlorophyll you up right now. <laughs> You've been very lewd today. <laughs> I'm in my um, uh, sexist dad joke era. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Mm, you better embrace me. There, there. <laughs> um, okay, so the soundtrack, good. Trivia. Okay, so in good news... Vince Vaughn is six foot five. But in bad news, Vince Vaughn is a Republican. Yeah. <laughs> Two things we found out while we were watching this film because the first thing we both said when we saw Vince Vaughn was like, he's a very tall man. Yeah, and then you said he was six foot two, and I said he was six foot three to yeah. six foot four, and he turned out to be six foot five. So I guess by default I won, but like, you, you know. I... <laughs> oh, I guess. I hadn't really given it much thought, <laughs> but I guess if this were a competition, I would have been the victor, I suppose. Yeah, I've got some paperwork for you to do after. <laughs> you said an NDA. Need, I just need you to sign. Oh, no. The opposite of an NDA. You DA. Must, you must disclose. An MDA. <laughs> must disclose agreement. <laughs> I'll be taking to Twitter tomorrow. 
get I'll be frog marching <laughs> frog marching me to Twitter I already have a Twitter account you don't um, okay but yes he is also a Republican very sad yeah. very sad why, why, why do people do that it's so annoying it's so annoying and selfish I know he's not just a Republican he's like a libertarian mm. which I feel is like Republicans that are like I'm not like the other Republicans yeah swish hair but it's like but you are mm, mm. you're just a bit less god bothering mm. and I'm not describing being religious as god bothering I just mean that the very Christian end of Republican it's like you're bothering god now yeah yeah you know like he's he said mm. <laughs> on sundays don't i'm fucking sleeping in yeah yeah don't fucking bother me no but they're just like knocking on the door being like can you make us some pancakes mommy <laughs> <laughs> can we watch tv <laughs> <laughs> you know where the fucking remote is <laughs> well, that really took me back to my childhood <laughs> um but yeah so like it's like yeah he's not he's not bothering god but it's like and he's just like oh guns like don't be controlling them anymore Mm. and it's like but you're from america yeah like you kind of quite lax on that yeah Mm -hmm. although i think it does very state to state i'm not gonna you know comment on this but it's just like his politics just seems very mad and like i actually could see him as being like a low-key like a closet trump supporter oh yeah i just could do you mean that too um, and he'd be like, I don't like some of his worldviews, but his economics make sense. Or, you know, like how people are like, oh, I don't, didn't like it when he was incredibly racist, but I, um, you know, didn't disagree when he said we should bomb. Well, there's those Christians that were like, yeah, I didn't like those things that he said that were very horrible about women, you know, very yeah. sexual about women. Um, but, like, <laughs> but he's... Republic, he's right wing, and yeah. I am, and it's like, think outside the what, box, guys. What even, what even values do you have in common other mm. than like America? Thumbs yeah. up emoji. Yeah, uh, but the thing is, is that even left wing Americans, a lot of the time, I say left wing. Actually, mm. I'm doing the inverted commas thing. It's just so horny for America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It creeps me out. Yeah, and I guess the same goes for a lot of British people. Yeah, I mean, like, but, like, I know Tories, and, like, a lot of them, I'm not saying all of them at all, but I know quite a lot of Tories that are, like, yeah, Britain's pretty good. Mm. But, like, do you mean, it's not like they're not patriotic, but their patriotism's, like, yeah. It's just, like, it's, default. It's, 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 it's often, like, everywhere shit in the world, mm. and Britain's, like kind of okay the lesser of the evils <laughs> yeah 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 and it's like yeah I you guess can th- just... there is a lot to like about living in britain but there's also a lot of things to not like mm. living about in britain mm. um and just because it's not as bad as other places doesn't doesn't mean we shouldn't challenge or criticize yeah, it i feel like also i think that like patriotism is such a political topic and it's like i'm not saying it shouldn't be or whatever but it feels like it's so polarized one way or the other mm. like people can only see a country as a political entity mm. and not just like a g- general place mm. like i love england 
because my friends are here, my family's here, mm. my mm. pot plants are here. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, do you know I mean it's just it's just my home? Yeah. But that's not on a political level. No, no. That's just like a. You know. I feel emotional when I look out at the Yorkshire Dales. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I've been on a really long trip out the country, and I come back, and I'm in the car, and I'm just driving along, and I can see the place names, mm. and I'm like, I'm oh. back home. Wickenthorpe, perfect. I love it here. <laughs> Wickenthorpe. I don't know, that's just, I made that up, but it's probably the name of a town in England, because ridiculous town names. You know what place name <clears throat> I most respect, but also disrespect? Tell me. Westwood Ho. And I say it like that because they have an exclamation point. Westwood Ho! (laughs) Tim Westwood Ho. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Why didn't he do that? Do you know what I like? Wem. What the fuck's that? It's a place near where my granny lives, I think. But I've driven past it many times. Wem. Sounds like, um, what's it? Quim? What is Quim? I've never heard that word. I feel like it's a rude word. Let me just quick it. Quim. Let me look it up in case like, we and use it in a sentence. Welcome to Cassie's quick dictionary hour. Tell yes, us. yes. It's a, it's vulgar British slang for a woman's genitals. Quim. Yeah. And then, and then people also ask, why is it called a minge? <laughs> <laughs> Next time on You Only Love Once. Um... No, no. But um, that does bring us to the time in which we rank this film out of ten hearts. Yes, and I, I, and I think I know, and I feel like, no, I don't... Oh. I'm feeling torn because I, I, when I watched this film, I really enjoyed it. But it's been one of those where, you know how sometimes we watch a film and the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, oh... I really liked this film. I kind of want to retcon our score for Happier Season. I think we gave that film too high a score. Maybe we should I, rewatch I, it. And I think it... I think it's fucked the metric. I think it's like, fucked well, the metric. It, 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 it's like when the, the Matrix has been fucked. Mm, mm. The Metric's been fucked. The Metric. The Metric has been grandly fucked. And, and fucked by us, you know. And what, yeah, what did we give Happier Season? So, Happiest Season... We gave, oh god, I gave it a seven. What the? F- you gave it a six. I must. What? what have we been f- drinking? What was going on? Oh, we hated that film. I think I was blinded by the gayness and by the Christmas spirit. Yeah, and I, that's how they got me. Yeah, and that's why we need more like lesbian Christmas rom coms. Yeah, um, and also I think we'd also saw. Um, we also did um, that awful uh, last, last Christmas. Christmas. That was really bad. Um, yeah, I think we need to wreck on that score because that's just it's 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 really putting us all off kilter. I I but because... let's ignore that. Let's ignore that. Let's um, or maybe each year we need to come up with a you know we wipe the slate clean. Yeah, you know or something because otherwise we're, you know we're just getting we're getting hung up on this. We're getting hung up on this. It's been a year. I think I know what I want to give this film. Okay. And it's unrelated to Happier Season 6, okay? Okay. I I think I need to give this film four and a half. Whoa, that's low. Yeah, but that's because it's like new year, new me, new bitch scoring. Okay, okay, okay. I would like to give it a five and a half because... Okay, you said that my score's really bad, but your score's not that much higher. I didn't say it was bad. I just said it was low. 
It was under 50%, which for us is low. Yeah, but I want to utilise that. I, I, I'm I tempted to give this film a six. In fact, no, I'm going to give this film a six. Because okay. I really enjoyed it while I was watching it. Okay, yeah, no, that's I, true. That's I true. liked all the deaths were very satisfying. I think it had some good... You know, it was funny. But the... You make a good case. I'm political go, I'm... messaging was off for me. I'm going to bump my score up to five. Okay. Just plain five, 50%. Mm-hmm. 50% good, 50% bad. I think that's very, very sensible Actually, no, ratio. 25% good, 25% bad, 50% meh. Well, that's about as 50-50 as you can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Well, next time, I believe, we are discussing the feels. Yes. So, maybe the, maybe the feels, which is a lesbian rom-com, mm-hmm. will enable us to recalibrate yeah. our metric system. Bleep, bloop, bleep, bloop. Yeah. I am a rom-com robot. <laughs> I will calibrate your score. Oh. <laughs> Bleep I love bloop. it. Bleep bloop. Wow. Feed me formulas. <laughs> oh my god. I love that little robot. Yeah. That's my one. That's, that's my our robot voice. That's our little YOLO mascot. <laughs> if anybody wants to craft us a little robot, we would yeah. be most appreciated. <laughs> just on the on the oh, oh yeah. Do you just want to like make us um a, a robot? <laughs> And, and, and you could email us that robot at youonlyloveonspod at gmail.com. Yeah, or um, tag us in a pose on Instagram at youonlyloveonspod. DM us a whole fucking robot. A 3D printed robot, please. Um, but yes, happy Halloween. Spooky. Ooh, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Oh no, hell, you're a g- 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 wedding in september i was pissed pissed as a fish and i'd made some new best friends as, as i want to do mm-hmm. at a wedding and i can't remember why but me and this guy were outside chatting and i kept reenacting that line from the Muppets <laughs> christmas carol trying to get him to remember it and he was even more drunk than me and he was just looking at me like i i i think you are insane <laughs> and i just kept going expect the first ghost <laughs> I got so hysterically laughing that I couldn't finish my sentence, so I just kept going, expect, 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 and it was just like that for like 20 minutes, and I gathered a small crowd, and then I did the impression, and then I showed everyone a link of it on, um, on YouTube, and, um, the crowd went wild. Anyway. Did the crowd go wild? Yes, um, because we were all very drunk. So the crowd went wild. If it happened in a sober way, I don't think any, anything wild would have been experienced. But it was very funny at the time. This would be a good scene in a rom-com. It would. And then me and that guy would meet at every wedding. Mm. And then we would get together. Yeah. Four weddings and a funeral would have been so much better if 
they'd had some chemistry like that. Yeah, because we were we were really hitting. I mean, we weren't hitting it off in like a romantic way. It was it was like not like that, but yeah, it yeah, yeah, it yeah. could it could have had rom com potential. Yeah, but I, I like the idea of it. And like to be fair, I've I've not been able to stop thinking about these two guys I met and befriended at the wedding because I'm like, I'm never gonna see them again. I don't fancy them. I don't want to go on a date with them. But I'm like. Where are they now? Where are they now? Oh, you might, you might do. I might do. They were friends of the groom oh. and I was a friend of the bride. However, I could just ask him because we are friends also. Yeah. Well, um, I will ask him next time I see him. Yeah. And be like, well, I don't know even what I would do with the information. Just just, me- just message this guy and be like, Just a voice note. Expect the first toast as the bell tolls one. <laughs> if anybody has watched Muppet's Christmas Carol and if Cassie hasn't edited this part out of the podcast, please let me know. I might, um, I might MCU style put this after the last song as a little like end credit. Oh my God. This should be on our Patreon. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. We don't have a Patreon. No. Anyway, bye then. Bye. <laughs>